Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. In today's episode, I have the amazing Emerald Sinclair with me, and we dive into all things love and manifestation, two of my favorite things. Emerald is a love and manifestation coach who teaches women how to attract, create, and maintain a lifelong relationship with their perfect, high-quality, energetic match. She has helped countless women to break through their blocks, tear down their love wall, increase their self-love and self-confidence so that they can manifest love using her signature process that's outlined in her book called Destination Soulmate, as well as her group coaching program, Single to Soulmate, and in her private coaching mentorships that she does with people as well. She also has a really amazing podcast called Manifest It All. So definitely check that out. I know you are going to love this episode. Make sure you tag me and Emerald when you listen. Don't forget to check out the show notes so that you know where to connect with Emerald after this episode. And without further ado, let's dive in and welcome Emerald to the show. Hello, Emerald. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here to talk all things love and manifestation. I am pumped. I am pumped too. Thank you for having me, darling. <laughs> yeah. I'm really, so well, you already know, I'm obsessed with manifestation as is. So is everyone listening to this podcast. And, you know, a lot of people talk about manifesting money, business success, and I'm excited to dive into it around love because I, I mean, I think it's all related anyway. When it yeah. comes to money, love, whatever, it really always comes back to you. And and yeah, I'm excited. So, but first, I, <laughs> I want to I want to um, hear some of your like what led you to doing this this line of work. I know we all have a story and a journey, and I would love to hear like what led you to helping people manifest love and and really uh, align with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So I've, I've definitely told different variations of this story plenty of times because I think it's important. I just think it's important. So what I feel inspired to share is that my background with love was never easy, let's just say, right? Like I've gone through the ringer when it comes to dating the wrong people or sleeping with the wrong people, being in love with the wrong people, pursuing the wrong people. And the reason I say wrong is that it wasn't in alignment for one. And I was experiencing really low levels of self-love and self-worth. And so the people were just reflecting that back to me. So similar to a lot of men and women, I was not an alignment when it came to love and relationships, but similar to a lot of women and men, that's what I wanted, right? Like I was so craving it. Now, 
unlike a lot of people, my father is a hypnotherapist. And so from, when did he get that? Maybe I was in high school is when he became a hypnotherapist. And so high school age, that's actually when I really started to learn about the subconscious mind and how your thoughts create your reality, the nature of personal reality. My dad's sending me like books on channeling or rich dad, poor dad, you know, just like giving me all this cool information. So I had that background knowledge of like, wow, my thoughts are creating my reality. And yet I'm like in all of these messed up relationships that really aren't serving me. And so that duality of, I want it and I understand why I can have it or why I don't have it, but I don't have it. So where's the disconnect? What's, what's wrong here? That prompted, gosh, 10 to 15 years of self-study to figure my shit out with love and relationships. So in hindsight now, of course, as a love and manifestation coach, I can see it. I can see that my low levels of self-love and self-worth, I was being needy, reaching out, wanted someone to save me, to fix me. Daddy left, air quotes, mm. when I was a kid. Where's daddy? Looking for daddy. I can't take care of myself. So I can see all of this now from that perspective. But at the time, it was quite simple. I was a young woman. I wanted love. I understood that our thoughts created a reality and I didn't have love or I had really unhealthy versions of it. Mm. And so it was quite honestly just my own journey of figuring my shit out. And then fast forward to when I was 28, 29, 30, somewhere around there, 30. I don't know. My business partner and I were dissolving our partnership. I had a gluten-free and vegan uh, cafe and the dissolving of that partnership was really like, what the heck am I going to do with my life? now. And through divine, beautiful breadcrumbs, I ended up being an online virtual assistant for a woman who was in Gina DeVee's coaching academy. That opened the door. Then I started working for all these other women that were coaches. And then I had that own, my own download. I'm like, wow, like I'm in a really healthy relationship right now. And I consciously figured out my shit to manifest this man who was a reflection of who I am. And, you know, spoiler alert, because I'm sure we'll get into energy and manifestation on this podcast. <laughs> and, um, and so I'm working with these women, learning how to build a coaching business while at the same time thinking, I want to do this. I want to help women as well. And so I enroll in my own coaching program. And so for about two years, actually, I was supporting all these women, building their business, learning everything I needed to learn while building my coaching business on the side. And then mm. after a couple of years of doing that, like now this has just really been my shingle of love coach, but then it's expanded. It gotten bigger because it's not just about the guy. So it's, it's not just about manifesting the guy. It's about having all the things. And yeah, like the guy is great because it's a reflection of uh, who you are and we all deserve to have exactly what we want, but the box has expanded, right? Because it's so much more than the guy. It's about you believing in yourself and believing in your worth and believing that what you want is out there, including the guy, including the money, including the career, right? So like these are all the, the tenets, the principles of manifestation and conscious creation, which is belief in yourself and belief that it exists. And so there's always going to be that, that parallel, that common thread in anything that I'm doing with my clients because whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And you won't believe in yourself if you don't have that deep well of self-love and self-worth. And mm -hmm. so I love how I've been able to witness my own transformation and journey from this little girl who didn't really love herself, didn't really know herself, was looking for daddy, had all these wounds and subconscious issues to figuring her shit out, attracting in a super healthy relationship, then teaching other women how to do that. And then 
releasing that relationship and going through all the other crap that came up around, I'm a single love coach. What does that mean about me? And then attracting in the next level of energetic alignment and be like, oh, now I get to teach at such a deeper level. And then releasing that relationship and then noticing the shit that comes back up. So it's this constant evolution as I'm working through my shit and learning new tools. Then I turn around and teach them to my clients And at the same time, like love, like what's juicier than love? Like everybody wants to be in love. And yet at the same time, if you're looking outside of you for love, you're never going to get it. You've got to find it within and then it's back to you. Yeah. And that is what I want to dive into. So, and, and I I love this conversation because I too, I mean, I've learned so many things from relationships that I've been in. And, you know, there have been a lot of uh, not so great experiences that I've had. Um, and I'm, I'm a Libra. So I'm like in love with love itself. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag love, love. Um, and right now I'm uh, holding space to manifest my uh, soulmate, my, la la. my, my divine partner. Um, and I've had to be, do a lot of work and, and continue to, um, but man, there has been a lot of releasing. So I, I would love to dive into the piece where um, you say, well, you've got to love yourself. I mean, I know this sounds cliche, like we hear it all the time. You got to love yourself first before, you know, and and I, that used to actually annoy me because I, I was like, I am loving myself. I, I do, I do show up for myself. I, I do, you know, and, and I know how to love someone else too. And, you know, like I would get annoyed um, at that. And I think there's layers to that. And I would love to dive into that a little bit more. Like, what does that look like when, when, when you walk a client through that piece of, okay, well, you got to show up for yourself. You got to love yourself to call in this person to reflect that back to you. I've learned this so like deeper than ever over the last six months alone, um, because someone who opened my heart so much to be able to experience this from a place of real true love, but it took a long time to get to that spot of, (laughs) of, of, um, reflection within myself. Yes. Okay. So big, beautiful question you just asked. And when I think about a lot of my clients, they were similar to where you're at. Like, what do you mean? Of course I love myself and I respect myself and take care of myself. And yet when we really start digging into some of the exercises and that I teach or some of the different modules that I'll have them go through, every single client by the end of our time together is always saying, I thought I loved myself, but I actually didn't. Mm. And they always all say, oh, wow, Emerald, it wasn't about the guy. The guy is just the icing on top. (laughs) And so it's this different level of embodiment that we haven't necessarily been taught or trained how to really embody that frequency of self-love. We're taught things like self-love is bubble baths or self-love is treating yourself or self-love might be self-pleasure, self-love might be trips with girlfriends, but there still is this external focus on once I do the thing, then I'll feel a certain way Mm -hmm. versus no, I I just feel a certain way. And so that's huge. Yeah, that's the embodiment piece, which most people don't have. And I can raise my hand and say, I'm guilty of this as well. Like it's, it's easy to fall into the trap of when everything around you is perfectly in place, 
I can feel a certain way, but then that takes away your power. If you need the guy to show up in order to feel loved or him to buy the flowers or him to tell you you're beautiful, whatever it is, that will still always be a conditional relationship. And on Mm -hmm. some level, you will still be needy and anxious when that person leaves because they're taking your love, they're taking your Mm -hmm. self-confidence, they're taking your self-worth. Mm-hmm. Even if it's even if it's an, something that's um, that you don't show energetically, it could be felt too. Correct. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because I've also noticed <laughs> this is kind of a cool pattern with all my clients when they start to shift and do the work to become a much more loving individual exes start reaching out and like coming Mm -hmm. out of the woodworks and people they thought they let go of all of a sudden show up because a woman has shifted her energy and men can feel that from around the world. They don't even know why, but they're all of a sudden reaching out to you at the time that a woman has shifted. And I've noticed this for myself as well. Like when I'm perhaps in the throes of a new love and really open and available in that heart space, all these old relationships start reaching out to me. Why? Because it's energy and we're absolutely all connected. Mm-hmm. And so I really want you and your listeners to think about, well, what would be the embodiment of love? And for every woman, it is going to be different. But one thing I can tell you for the majority of my clients, the communication bit around needs and desires is the stickiest part because we haven't I don't know if you have, but I wasn't raised to, and taught how to properly communicate, to be in touch with my needs, my desires, what feels right for me, and then to be able to speak it and communicate it. Mm-hmm. And I'm infinitely better than I've ever been before, but guess what? I'm still a woman. I'm still a human. I still will have fears and triggers of like, oh, what if he'll reject me if I say yeah. it? So I've had to learn to move beyond the fear. I've had to learn to be in my own self-worth and self-confidence and ultimately say, this is who I am and what I want, take it or leave it. Like if we're not in alignment, we're not in alignment. It doesn't say anything bad about you. It doesn't say anything bad about me. And so I realize I'm still dancing around answering your question of like exercises to do or how does someone shift? But I really feel strongly that the first thing that someone needs to recognize is that life will always reflect back to you who you are, Mm -hmm. which means if you don't have that partnership that you want, you're not embodying that partnership today. You're Mm -hmm. getting ready to be ready as Abraham Hicks says, which I think is brilliant. And then any partnership you do have or don't have, once again, it's reflecting back to you. So I just recently had I call him new guy, fly down to Ecuador to meet me. Like for the first time, like we had this new guy, we had this really deep, intense connection over the phone and then over Zoom. We met online and I'd actually never done online dating before, but I wanted to do it to kind of show my clients like, come on, what's the big deal? Mm -hmm. And like quickly met this guy. We connected. We're talking like four hours every night, FaceTime, Zoom, going deeper, deeper, deeper. And he's like, I feel such a resonance. Like, why would I wait until you're back in the US? I want to fly down to Ecuador to meet you and your parents and your friends and everybody. And I was like, sure. Sounds great. So where I'm going with that though, (laughs) is the two days before he came down there, I started freaking the fuck out. It was bringing up these old insecurities to the surface. Mm. So rather than judge them or think there's something wrong with me, I looked at them and thought, oh, all right, there's still stuff here and that's okay. So I look at them, I thank them, I release them. I remind myself what's true here. Like I have all these tools that I can use to move through the crap. And so he 
is and was an energetic reflection of where I was at. Because interestingly enough, as we got deeper into conversation over that week that he was there in Ecuador with me, he was also talking about his insecurities around being good enough. So how interesting that what came up to the surface was my fears and insecurities around being good enough, which is just an energetic match for his own fears and insecurities around being good enough. And so after the week was done and I was processing through certain things, like he and I had some really honest conversations. I'm like, what I saw in you, I'm now putting the mirror back on me and asking myself, what's the lesson? Where's the opportunities for growth here? Where am I not fully embodying my truth, my beauty, my divinity, my love. And so I, I share all that with you because we are works in progress. We never fully mm -hmm. get it done. But my role here is I really want to help women be conscious and intentional and maybe even preventative around who they choose so that they can choose a partner that wants to grow with them so that if they choose a partner and have kids and then they're no longer in alignment, that's totally fine because they're mm -hmm. also with a very spiritual, conscious individual that now they can co-parent together. So the work is never over. The work is never done. There's always different layers you can peel back and ways that you can go deeper into that, that self-love but it really comes down to knowing thyself and loving thyself and mm -hmm. what do you need and what do you want and having the confidence yeah. to express it and realizing if it's not a fit, once again, it's okay. It just means it's not a fit. It doesn't mean you're wrong or damaged. Yeah, it, true. And I, I love the whole, like, it's a reflection. It, it's funny because um, I've seen this in people that I've been, it, you know, that I was dating or with or had feelings for or whatever in so many different ways. Like, um, the last relationship was very toxic. I, I didn't realize until after the fact, actually, it, it was like covert, you know, and, uh, it was, it was very interesting. It was just, I, I didn't even expect it. And it wasn't even that long ago. It was only like last year. And I realized after the fact that that relationship, like, I guess for whatever reason needed to drudge up things that were so deep rooted and not healed so that I could actually process them. And it, that, that relationship was actually a reflection of my lack of self-love in certain aspects. And what I realized was how you were saying like self-love, like it goes, it goes so much deeper like how you said you had a client that said, I thought I loved myself, but blah, blah, blah. That's how I felt. I was like, oh my gosh, like I thought I was showing up for myself. And I was, I was loving myself to the extent that I knew how to, right. but, but there were, there were, uh, I wasn't like holding space for my emotions to the depth that would have benefited me to process that. And it was automatically like, you know, closing down, shutting off kind of like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I was like deep in the grief and all this stuff. And I realized that later on, actually, when I met someone else, my good friend that I still am deeply in love with, <laughs> long story, but um, <laughs> I realized that um when certain things happen with that, the, the newer person, I, and I felt a certain way, I realized, oh my gosh, like, I, I can't be mad at this person. Like I could be mad at the other ones. <laughs> yeah. So like, 
I'm feeling this way and it's my feelings. It's not this person that caused these feelings. I am feeling hurt. And like, that's, that's what I realized. Like this was a, a hot minute ago and I, I released so many things around it where I was like, oh, okay, this person's actions are triggering this feeling within me, but it's my feelings. And I was able to sit with it and really understand myself way more and ask myself, okay, I'm feeling hurt. I feel lonely. Like, what do I need to give myself? Like, what do I need for myself? And that was a huge, huge, huge shift. And like, it was, it changed everything for me. Yeah. Well, and I'm so glad you just said that because that is a higher level of conscious relating because Mm -hmm. what we've been taught and what we've been modeled is it's your fault. You need to change so that I can feel better instead of recognizing that nothing anybody else says or does is about you for one and how you receive it says everything about you. And so your partner could be a complete slob and you're a neat freak. So you're triggered by his messiness has nothing to do with him. Whereas his ex-girlfriend was a bigger slob than he was. And so she wasn't triggered at all. She's like, wow, you're actually cleaner than I am. And so when people start to take responsibility for their triggers and their needs and their feelings, like that's where the beauty of partnership lies because we can reflect and be mirrors for each other to help us see our shit or to bring the darkness to the light. And that takes a completely different higher level of self-awareness and emotional maturity. And that really, I would say, is 90% of what I work with my clients on like, yeah, there's the 10 percentile of communication or flirting and dating and things like that. But a woman that is sure of herself and is confident and knows who she is and can speak it, she can handle any situation. She doesn't need a formula from me. Mm-hmm. However, at the same time, there's beautiful formulas like nonviolent communication that teaches what you just said. Hey, Bobby, when you left your socks on the floor, my need for a clean home wasn't being met. And the story I made up was that mm-hmm. you didn't respect my needs. Therefore, would you be willing to pick up your dirty socks? Like whatever it is, there's formulas you can use until you fully understand how to communicate in this loving, empowered way. Because ultimately, once again, People are just reflecting triggers back to each other. It has nothing to do with the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the most powerful thing we can do is learn uh, communication in that sense. And that has been like the biggest lesson for me. And I've had to learn the hard way with the last thing that was not very healthy. I had to really learn how to communicate boundaries and 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 do it in a way that it was like a loving way. And I did. And it just... And, and just learning how to communicate my truth has been a huge game changer for yeah. me. I, like, I can't even, I, like, it has opened my heart to just so much more compassion and unconditional love that I didn't even know was, like, possible of just saying, like, taking full responsibility for myself and my emotions. That's why I'm, like, so excited for the partnership that I yeah. uh, manifest. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm working on... A, not working on it. It's already done. But I'm, I'm really excited because of all of the lessons I've learned and the person I've become yeah. uh, really is cool. And so for those listening, like your, your energetic match is out there. If you are a single woman listening or, or a single dude listening, yeah, <laughs> um, your energetic match is already out there. Like it, it's just in, about enjoying your life and, and being happy and opening your heart to 
love and, and unconditional love. And that takes, you know, that, that takes some time. That's the challenge because how many of us unconditionally love ourselves? So when we talk about an energetic match and like I was saying with new guy in Ecuador, he was still showing me ways that I didn't think I was good enough. And Mm. so your energetic match is always going to meet you where you're at. And so, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but like, so you're talking about that. Mm -hmm. He's, he's reflecting back to you, your triggers. I can Mm -hmm. totally, I I, I resonate with all this because I've experienced it many times. Yeah. So he's reflecting back to you in ways that he doesn't even realize areas where you might feel insecure, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so my question is, as you shift your energy around that, and as you look at those little insecurities and talk to yourself and figure out what is it that I need? What do I need to communicate? What do I need to give myself? You know, Mm -hmm. what do I need to release? Whatever your process is with that. And he shifts, say he shifts, Mm -hmm. like, what is your perspective on, I guess, um, having a specific person in mind and want really wanting that to work and knowing that it's your energy that makes it work versus, oh, it's just not a match. Well, and here's the thing. This is where an attachment comes in. And this is the challenge. We get attached to a certain person, a certain who. And actually one of my biggest lessons in this situation, he and I talked about this was on attachment to the outcome. And he and I had built up all of this expectation around seeing each other in person that in a way kind of got in the way. And I think it would have been a completely different experience if maybe we had waited longer to meet each other because we had these expectations built up. So where I'm going with that is it doesn't matter who it is. Like when you really get clear on what you want in partnership and how you want to feel, Mm -hmm. then there's plenty of people that could meet that. And this is where it gets kind of a slippery slope because a lot of women are coming at me saying, I want my one person Emerald and I want my one person for the rest of my life. I'm like, I can't promise you that. I mean, we can feel into what would that long-term partnership feel like the father of your children that you'll be with forever. And at the same time, because I know that relationships are going to match where you're at energetically, if I grow too far and my partner's stagnant, we are no longer going to be a match or vice versa. And I've seen this happen in my life. And so my own personal experience is to not get attached to the who, but be in vibrational match for what it is that I want to experience and how I want to feel. And then just trust that okay, one guy might come along for the next 25 years or might just be the next 25 days. But if I Mm -hmm. have complete trust in myself and trust in the universe and know my worth, then I don't have any fear around these circumstances of a man coming in or leaving. Just like if I was best friends with a woman for many, many years and then we drifted apart, I'm not going to hold fear around, oh, I'll never have a best friend again. And so this is where the work, and this is where I can stand up and say, I actually feel really proud that I don't have attachment to it has to be him because there's not a doubt in my mind that I will always attract in who I'm a match for. And so if I'm going to walk this path with someone for a while, and then we're no longer in alignment, that's fine. 
fine. Then the next mm-hmm. guy's going to come along that's in alignment because I embody love and I believe in myself and I believe that we can have what we want. And if I want partnership, I'll be in partnership. If I don't want partnership, I won't be in partnership. It's as simple as that. It's like saying, do I want a salad for dinner? Great. I'm going to make a salad for dinner. Do I want the love of my life to show up very soon? Yeah, great. All right, love of my life. So I show up. I already put the order in. It's happening. And so this, I think, is the bigger shift that needs to happen because women and men have been programmed into the Disney tale, mm-hmm. uh, like Prince Charming, one man forever, which happens all the time. Don't get me wrong. But I think what's more important is that you are in that energetic state of what you want to embody. And so if you want this lifelong committed partnership with someone, how are you committing to yourself in a lifelong way? Mm -hmm. And that I think needs to be that point of refinement for women to get really honest with themselves around because some of my clients be like, but Emerald, if relationships are stepping stones, I don't want the stepping stones. I want to go great straight to the soulmate. I'm like, but here's the thing. What if you needed those stepping stones to get ready for him? Yeah, other, to become the person that, right, you, yeah. that you want. Whereas other people, they'll meet the person that they're going to grow with. And so I don't have a crystal ball and couldn't tell you if you're attracting in your person the next relationship or because you put in your order with the universe, the universe is like, okay, but you need to have these lessons first so that you can be ready for him. Mm, that's a really powerful point. And I think that that's a huge because I, I, I think that relationships and love and, and it's like such a powerful way to grow. And we learn a lot of things about ourselves, about what we want in a relationship and in a partnership, about how to communicate boundaries and all of the things. And it's just setting you up for the right person for you at that time. And I love how you said also that you can, things can be in alignment and then eventually fade out of alignment and someone else comes along and that is okay. It's just about like, what do you want? What's important to you? Call that in and be present. Mm -hmm. And enjoy and appreciative. And I mean, you know, all these principles, but what you appreciate appreciates. Mm -hmm. And so when I was leaving Ecuador, it also brought up some of my fears and insecurities around supporting myself and being supported by the universe and by my business. Cause I was actually there staying with, uh, I was visiting my parents and I was staying at this retreat center that I used to run. And so I had my very cozy nest and friends and family and my parents. And as I was coming back to the U S it was just bringing up all this like, Oh, Oh my God, I'm all alone which we know isn't true. Mm -hmm. And so I had to feel into and journal into, well, how am I supported? How am I loved? And once again, shift my perspective to all the ways that love and support is already showing up in my life. And so I would suggest the same thing for anybody else looking for that love. You can't see the lack of love and expect it to show up in your life. You've got Mm -hmm. to start looking for all the ways that love is already there. Deep friendship and connection and intimacy and healthy communication, ways you're committing to yourself and others. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny. Like I'm just thinking of of my own experiences as you're sharing this. Cause like when I was going through that really rough time last Mm -hmm. year and and even like, you know, I just realized what I needed. There were certain times where how you're saying like the whole, how do you have love in other areas of your life? There were times where I was in a low space where I was like, I, I just, I really need someone to, to talk to and to just listen to me vent, or I really would love 
someone to just tell me I'm, and I don't need someone to tell me I'm beautiful and amazing, but like that would feel really good right now. And luckily I have amazing friends and even amazing guy friends too, that would do that for me to, to just help me, helped me actually get back into like, Oh, I, there are, you know, there are people out there that, you know, can do that. And I think that, um, we need to give that to ourselves first and foremost, of course. And, you know, like deepen your, the intimate connections with your friends and community and like-minded people as well, so that you can be in that energy of love and support and conscious people. I think that, um, you know, for me, a deal breaker, like it, like I would, I would not be able to be with someone who's not like on a, who's not um, spiritually aware enough and emotionally intelligent enough to have a conscious relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of, I don't know, like the type, the, the women that you work with, like what uh, that looks like for them. But I mean, I, I know some people who they're into the growth and the spirituality and they have like their partners, like not super into it how do how do you help people navigate that? Do you work with couples too, I'm assuming? Yeah, it's been a while, I'll be honest with you. Um, but I have worked with couples like separately and then together mm-hmm. for sure. But how you navigate that, and, and this is why a lot of my work is preemptive because I work with the spiritual women who are on the path of personal development and what I've seen and experienced of women 40 something, 50 something, their relationships are no longer in alignment. They're not who they were in their twenties and they're on this path of growth and their partners aren't. And so I want to work with the women and help them before they get to the point of like, well, shit, I'm married. We've been together 20 years. We have these kids. We have this life. Can I possibly leave him, break up the family? That's a hard spot to be in for sure. And so I look at it as the the sooner I can help or the quicker I can help a woman really be in alignment with who she is, what she wants, her life's purpose, her life's passion, in touch with her divinity, and really just be in alignment with that, then her partner that she calls in is going to be there. And the more I can help her move through those fears and insecurities, the Maya, the illusion, the bullshit, the BS that isn't true, and get her to this place of centered and connected to herself and connected to source, then even more so, the relationship will be a beautiful reflection of her completion versus the reflection of lack, neediness, anxiety, something's missing. And so for these types of women, it all comes down to do the work on yourself and your relationship is going to reflect that. And then there's a very good chance that you two are going to be together for a while. And if, and when you break up, and I love these testimonials from my clients, they'll say things like, that was the most loving, peaceful separation I've ever had. Mm. You know, it was just like, I see you, you see me. It's no longer an alignment or our non-negotiables are no longer in alignment. Like this is how it was with my ex. It was like, I love you so much. You're still my best friend. I want you in my life but we just can't compromise on this and neither one of us should. So I love you and let's change the format of our relationship. That is what lights me up. That's the new paradigm shift that we need on the planet where it's not about someone completing you or being the perfect fit for you, but you being the perfect fit for you at every single part of the journey. And once again, your partnership just reflecting that back to you. Mm. 
Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. What would you, what do you say to people who, you know, they're, they're wanting to call in this beautiful partnership mm-hmm. and, um, they are like, how do you, how do you explain to balance the desire mm-hmm. and the also I'm putting myself first, I'm embodying love in the now and I still desire. Yes. I mean, I'm, re- I'm reminded of one of my favorite, I don't know if it's a meme or a quote or just something I post on my Instagram. Ex- grateful for where I'm at, excited about where mm, I'm going. I love it. Right? Yeah. I, know, I remember that quote. Yeah, it's good, right? And so when I really think about the embodiment, it's how can you be so grateful and appreciative of where you're at? Like, I have an amazing life. I have amazing friends. I'm doing what I love. I wake up feeling healthy in my body. If there's little things you might need to tweak, like maybe you aren't happy with your finances, your job, your body, your friendship, those are actually usually the things that I have my clients work on. Like love can sometimes hold so much energy around it. I'm like, eh, let's just put that over there and focus on cleaning up all these other areas of your life so that you wake up every day excited about like who you are and what you have. And yet at the same time, when you fill yourself up with that excitement and that self-worth and that gratitude and appreciation, it's a whole lot easier to look to the future of what you're calling in and maintain that vibration of, oh yeah, it's coming. Like I better really appreciate it. And it's funny, um, as I've been feeling into this energy as well, it's, there's not a doubt in my mind that he is showing up. And so actually what I've been doing, I've been savoring all these moments of singledom because I know they're not going to last long. And I love partnership. And at the same time, there's compromises as you Mm -hmm. merge your lives and offer time and you offer more like ear and advice and compassion. Like you're giving a lot in partnership. Mm -hmm. And so right now I am viewing it as this is all about me and this is amazing. And I also know that that energy speeds up the manifestation process of your partner coming in. The energy of, of self-love and mm. juiciness and appreciation of like, I, I really need to soak this up. Yeah. Whereas when my clients come to me, they tend to be in the energy of lack and something's missing and what's Got wrong it. with me, where's the guy? And yeah, so that yeah, yeah. energy is keeping him held away. Mm. But the catch 22 is when you shift that energy to, oh my God, my life is amazing. I'm so grateful. Look at all this magic and yeah. love and abundance. And it's like, ah, this is so good. And like, but he's on his way. I know it. I feel it, but no pressure, mm-hmm. no rush because I am over here loving it. And then it's like, then he shows up and you're like, well, that yeah. Was <laughs> yeah. And you don't even realize um, the time passing because you're are just, you're just enjoying your life. I That's love, um, I really enjoy being single as well. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, um, the balance of both. I'm also, a, uh, I can be a hermit at times. So like, I love the, the, um, interaction and also like my space. I really value right. like my, my energy yes. and, you know, and I think that's a very healthy place to be for, for those listening, like really value yourself and, and have more fun with yourself and like with your friends and, and, and do the things that you, that bring you joy and light you up. I, I realized there were times in the past where I would do things more with people or people I was with or whatever that I wouldn't do by myself, or I wouldn't, mm. you know, I would, I would, or I would do certain things for myself because of X, Y, Z, 
but not actually you were just hoping for, for the result. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realized, wait, like I want to do this. I want to, you know, yeah. go on this trip or I want to blah, blah, blah. I, I was waiting to get a, I, I was like for a while before I moved into my house, I was like, oh, you know, I don't want a house. Like I'm just me, you know, I don't need all that room. And then I was like, well, wait, but what I'm going to, I'm just going to wait until I'm, I'm with someone before I, I have, I was, I was like doing that, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying of waiting. And I'm not saying like that's a yeah. And I'm not saying that's like a right or wrong. Then I decided, you know what? I do want to move in a fucking house. I want to have an office, a meditation room. I want to have more room, a backyard, have you know my friends over. And I'm not gonna wait for a partnership before I move into a house. And yeah. it was a big that was a big shift for me and, and a big realization like of certain things that I was like waiting or whatever to to do. Oh, but okay. So what I wanted to say on that was, so where you're at is a beautiful, beautiful place. And, and I know you teach this, but even more so, like if you are truly ready for your partner, I, I would be asking myself, what still needs to shift or what do I need to let go of? Is there anything that I need to do to make space? And Maybe there isn't. Maybe you are just in the right place at the right time and he's going to show up when he shows up. Or maybe you'll get those answers of like, oh yeah, actually I'm not ready. I'm getting ready to be ready. And there's just a couple more things to get myself in alignment and in that energetic field of dialed in soulmate, eternal love. Here he is. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Love it. So what are some uh, things that have shifted for the people that have done this work with you? Like, I want to hear. Oh, there's, okay. That's a big question. So I know, I know. <laughs> so I want to, I want to start actually not in the intimate realm of relationships because what I've seen happen with a lot of my clients, which I think is beautiful is it's, it's, it's a reflection of them energetically shifting in that certain relationships fall away, like friendships mm-hmm. or switching jobs, different career, different type of boss. It's like, as they're cleaning up their energetic field and raising their vibration, relationships that no longer support that energetic lift will fall away. And that can be challenging and scary in the beginning, but ultimately what that's doing is making space for aligned relationships to come in. And so I'm thinking of one of my clients right now, she's actually attracting in so many more supportive, loving friendships that she never had before. And at first her mindset was like, oh, well, he needs to be my soulmate. And now she's realizing, no, like, why would I say no to an amazing aligned friendship? Maybe Mm -hmm. it will turn into a partnership. Maybe it won't, but being appreciative and enjoying these types of newer, higher level relationships. Uh, A lot of my clients have healed challenging relationships with parents or step-parents or siblings or children, because once again, as they're doing the work to raise their vibration and move through some of these old triggers, it's affecting the current relationships that they have in their life. So that happens across the board. What also happens across the board, which I think is really beautiful because money and self-love, self-worth are all intimately related. I have lots of examples of clients that have manifested raises, right? Like one of my clients, she got a $60,000 a year raise. She got a new client or a new like project. Um, another one of my clients, she got an all expense paid trip to Dubai plus 10K to go work there for three weeks. 
Uh, one of my clients got gifted a free Lexus. She found her dream apartment. Shortly thereafter, found her dream guy. Six months later, he buys them a house and they move in together. So yeah, I've got plenty of stories around the guy and the baby and the marriage and yay, that's all awesome. But what I love is seeing all these other ancillary stories that show when you raise your internal self-worth-o-meter, it's going to ripple out and affect everything in your life, which is why it's so much bigger than just the guy. But what it can also mean, Stephanie, is when you're doing the work around business, you're doing the work around money, like you're doing the work around manifestation. It's all interconnected. It's all going to work. And so for some people, if love is the last thing they have to clear up and everything else is working and rocking and rolling, then that can transition over into love. For other people, if they've been stuck with love in a long time, then sometimes they get distracted. Like, well, I'm just going to focus on my business and I'm just going to focus on money and I'm just going to focus on my body. And so they might be killing it in all these other areas, but not love. And they actually still need to focus on it and heal it and, and do the work that's necessary. So I don't know which person would have that intuitively, um, but you know, lots of stories. I remember another client, Malaysia, like she attracted in her guy when we met and when she wrote down everything she wanted, she even said like, he must come to me and mm -hmm. he must have a beautiful smile. And so they met, he was in Spain, she was in Oklahoma. He said, tell me where to meet you anywhere in the world. And she chose New York City, New Year's Eve. And so he mm -hmm. flew to meet wow. her. And not only that, the week before they met, he had dental work done because he had like a crooked smile or a broken tooth and showed up and eventually ended up telling her about it. And she reflected that back to me. She's like, Emerald, I completely forgot that I said he must have a beautiful smile. He must come to me until she looked back at the manifestation worksheets that she had done. And now it's been, I don't know, it's a couple years later. They're married. They're living together what? in Oklahoma. Awesome. Yeah. It's, and that's something that timeline collapsed. Mm -hmm. She met him within four months. Uh, six months, four months, by the end of the next year, they're married and living together. And all of her friends are always like, how did you manifest such an amazing man? The way he looks at you, the way he treats you. Mm. Well, she did the work that I presented. She stopped smoking. She blocked her ex. She started loving herself and believing in herself. And then she meets this guy while he's halfway around the world. Does she let that belief system stop her? No, he flies to meet her. They have this beautiful, intimate relationship. He then flies to the U.S. to be with her. They get married. You know, it's just like all of these things. And I remember she even said, she's like, Emerald, I set the intention to be engaged by the end of 2019. Universe knew better. They got married a couple days before Christmas. Wow. That's so and cool. That's it is story. cool, right? And yeah. I mean, it, it's cool. But what's even cooler is he is her match. It's not just like, oh, I met a guy and like we got married. Like that's not what matters. It's meeting the right match and moving through the crap mm -hmm. that you have that tells you why you're not worthy, why it needs to take time, why men are untrustworthy, why men only want one thing. Like this is all the garbage that we have that we need to work through for a woman to fully be available for this high level, beautiful, conscious, loving communicative partnership. Mm, I love it. I love what you just said for the, the last piece of like the work to the, 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 I can't word it the way that you did, but <laughs> it really hit something inside of me of like, um, yeah, who you need to become to be available for that 
Yeah. You know, and I would, I would challenge you just like anybody else. Look at your stories. Do you have any limiting stories left around why it needs to take time or why men are untrustworthy or why I'm just going to end up getting hurt in the end? Maybe why I'm not good enough. And you might think you don't, but guess what? Someone's going to come along and show you your shit. And that's when you have the opportunity to say, huh, all right, still have some work to be done. Like hopefully we can work on it together with this person if we're in alignment. And if not, then he's just showing me what's still there so that I can work through it with whatever tools I have um, and attract in a new. Beautiful. Love it. Man, thank you so much, Emerald, for sharing all of this. I feel like we went so deep in into this manifesting your energetic match and love. And it's been awesome. I really appreciate you for diving deep into this and for sharing your wisdom and your passion for all of this. So good. So juicy. Where can people find out more about you and and the work that you're doing? Where can they connect with you? Yes. Yes. So of course I have a website like we all do, emeraldsinclair.com. But where I am much more interactive would be on my Instagram at manifest with Emerald or in my Facebook group, attract and keep a conscious relationship. Like that's where I like having the juicy conversations and going back and forth. And then of course my podcast manifest it all, which we just had you on the podcast. That was an amazing episode. It was so fun. Um, And I mean, I I love to talk. I love to help. And so I'll say this, if anybody ever sends me an email or a DM, I always reply. And I know I won't be able to say that forever, but right now, like I'm here to serve. Sweet. Awesome. I will leave those show, those links in the show notes for those of you listening. Make sure you check them out and tag me and Emerald on Instagram when you listen. We would love to, to see you listening to the show and, and sharing your takeaways and what you loved. And thank you so much, Emerald, again, for sharing your magic. This was amazing. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. <laughs> loved being here babe thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you loved what you heard please be sure to leave a review on itunes and hit the subscribe button if you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with then find me on instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com i love you and appreciate you so so much and i'll see you in the next episode i hope you have a magical day Thank you.